I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Every Day Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Every Day Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Winnie the Pooh and Piglet in jail? Now, come on, China. This is Armstrong and Getty. The national nightmare is upon us. Who's the ass? Hi, Papa. That's something. That's big stuff. It is what it is. I'm just a poor boy. Nobody loves me. He's just a poor boy from a poor family. It's such a bizarre world. I apologize for that. All right, go, go. I want people to calm down. This whole thing is a fairy tale. Quit this circus. The kangaroo court. And now, he is Armstrong and Getty. Live from Studio C. Hey, senior. You know what it is. It's a dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty communications compound. And hey, everybody. Today on a hump day, Wednesday, we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Third world nations of the Western Hemisphere. Guatemala, Venezuela, California. And why is California listed as a third world country in your list? Well, a number of reasons. Uh, corrupt one-party governments and uh, massive power sh- uh, blackouts because it's windy. Politically uh, motivated. Because it could be windy. Yeah, that's right. Well, yeah, for instance, uh, one Joe Getty of 123 Main Street... Anytown, USA, has no power this morning. It's a perfectly calm, beautiful morning, but my power's out. Because it might conceivably be windy later. What? Unfriggin' believable. And it's not like I'm hooked up to a heart-lung machine or anything like that. It was just a pain 
But, you know, it's just, I don't have to explain it. The meat's rotten in the fridge. I couldn't do any of my show preppy stuff this morning. And it just, it sucks. On the other hand, Sean appears to have had his, his knight's armor sweater delivered, which I just noticed. More on that to come. We'll get to that in a little bit exactly. Um, so uh, we'll catch up to speed in all the stories of the day. There, uh, I don't know if anybody's following this, but there's some serious rumblings going on in uh, northern Syria, Turkish borders, the, the, the Kurds, that sort of stuff that just happened overnight, like overnight. There are major developments on our border, Jack, the United States border. Nobody's paying attention to immigration right now. Yeah. Still an enormous issue. Well, as I said a couple of weeks ago, there will be nothing covered except for impeachment for months to come if we go down that road that's one of the problems with impeachment especially the way our media works well and is it even impeachment it's what nancy pelosi is calling impeachment which is emerging as a major question sure so many questions so few answers um and that's headed to the courts we'll explain all that later but let's introduce everybody in the squad to kick off the show there's our board operator michelangelo pressing buttons flipping toggles pulling levers how are you this morning michael i'm doing okay Uh, my fiance wants me to get pedicures and I'm debating about this because, you know, I work outside and stuff, and so it kind of tears up my feet sometimes. Here's the way I debate it when it's been brought up to me. Uh, no. That's that's my stance. Is your fiancé... Well, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> You'll go right ahead. It'd be entertaining. No, no I'm not going to do that. All right, then don't. Have you ever had a pedicure before? No, never. No. Never. I mean, I... I'm not going to get nail polish or anything like that, but, well, you know, they just, they're just supposed to rub your feet and wash them. Yeah, and, maybe a clear coat on it or something like sure, that. Yeah, yeah, it's an yeah. excuse for a foot, mas- foot and calf massage. They massage your calves, too. Fantastic. Uh, hey, Michael, are, yeah. are, are you a straight guy? Uh, yes. I, I have yeah, no other questions. Fun. All right. Wow. <laughs> 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 yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, know, I know people who do that as couples. They go and they do the whole... Manny Petty thing and uh, massages and hot rocks and a variety of things. So I'm not going to do it, but that's not my thing. Would you get a massage, Jack? No, I don't do massages either. Okay. No, that's why you're so that. angry. You need to relax and get a nice You know what on. would make me twice as angry? Somebody touching me. Some weirdo touching me. Got some weirdo. tension in your shoulders there, Jack. Listen, listen to the anger coming out. Weirdo. Carefully trained massage therapist. Um... <laughs> Fully licensed and certified. You know, I drive by a bunch of massage parlors on the way home. It's not a massage just, parlor. I should just sw- I should just uh, go into one of those. Are they in a seedy a neighborhood? Uh, yeah, absolutely. They got, well, I don't know. They got, uh, I assume, this is all I know about massages. I drive by these massage parlors. They got the neon lights that say massage. Yep. And uh, I assume you pull in there and you go in and get a massage from a trained therapist. There you go. Finally, yes. you've come around. I've not done it, but. Uh, there is positive Sean, who's, so angry. whose smile lights up the room. How are you this morning, Sean? Hail, fellows. Well met. Uh, <laughs> on this morrow, perchance, I be on the lookout for... Uh, why did I start talking like a pirate there? I don't know. But uh, I'm on the... On, uh, mayhap be looking for some belly timber. As last night, uh, I tell you, it was kiss the hare's foot at my dinner's table. What are you talking about? I'm trying to use old-time medieval <laughs> phrases because my my night sweatshirt hoodie came in and I'm ecstatic. Let me. So it I've is. Been, I've been wearing this since it arrived yesterday. <laughs> so this is a a sweatshirt that's crafted in such a way that it looks like you're wearing a suit of armor. Yes, and it's pretty hilarious, including the headgear. Yeah, and I got the headgear for it. it. It fits pretty well, except for it seems to be made for a man with much shorter arms. But I don't know if that's some sort of battle. Uh, you know, you don't want long, baggy sleeves when yeah. you're swinging your broadsword. Around. Just I gotta get, get longer those. cuffs on your gauntlet. Yeah, there, there we go. Your, yeah, yeah. Your pair of gauntlets. That's my suggestion. 
question. I've got to get one of those for my kids. They would love that. And they got some toy swords, so yeah, that'd be fantastic. Oh, are you kidding me? That might be good for uh, Halloween. Night? This is like the best $30 I've spent in five years. <laughs> That's pretty hilarious. It's funny that they have your size and that they're uh, they're anticipating people ordering them. They have larger than this size as well. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not surprised. <laughs> See what around your suit of armor. Fantastic. Defending damsels, uh, you know, honor and, and oh, such. You, there uh, won't be a lot of damsels around. You no. wear that much. Excuse you won't me, my lady. <laughs> you won't have to worry about the damsels. Perhaps you've noticed I'm wearing my night sweater. <laughs> that is pretty funny. When I, it lacks in shine, it makes up in warmth. <laughs> I hope we'll be posting pictures of that at the website. There is Marshall Phillips, who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? Well, I tell you, I could have used Positive Sean's faux armor backup this morning. Coming into work, I got flipped off by a homeless guy who was standing in the middle of the freeway off-ramp. There a truly go. inspiring experience. <laughs> God dang. Yeah. You know, Back to the I, whole third world country theme. Mm-hmm. Almost hit the guy, you know, swerved around. He's, it's his road, not yours, Marshall. Yeah, he's doing both, you know. Just like it's their park barrel. and not yours. It's his road and not yours. Yeah. It's his sidewalk and not yours. God dang. Yep, screw you, tax bang. Citizen, please. Nobody cares about you. Um, In the third world country of Cal Unicornia. So I'm Jack. Yeah. I can understand why you would be pitch kettled at such an experience. Indeed. So wait, the way you talk when you're yeah. a knight, I guess. Pitch kettled. Wow. I mean, it's puzzled, apparently, according to this website. <laughs> I, I am pitch kettled. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Wednesday, October 9th, the year 2019, where Armstrong and Getty and we approve of this program. All right, let's begin then. Officially, according to FCC rules and regs, here we go at Mark. So he's either lying or delusional or both. There was no subpoena, as he uh, says in a tweet this morning. Um, So maybe there does need to be a rematch. I mean, obviously, I can beat him again. So, yeah, that's uh, it's gone from not a chance, no way to just kind of a funny joke to wait a second. Who's serious here? Because uh Trump and Hillary were tweeting back and forth at each other yesterday and there's polling out about how Hillary would do. And uh, she's talking about it. Yes. And uh, all that sort of stuff. So I've been listening to politicians since I was a wee lad. And that was not a I'm not running. That wasn't within 150 miles of I'm not running. Well, and I left out the most important part of the equation. There is a vacuum in the Democratic Party of uh, candidates running for president. Absolutely true. <laughs> you, you, one of the communists is old as hell. Everybody knows it. And he just had a heart attack. Bernie's through. Liz Warren is way left. And all the Democratic don- donors know it. She can. She will not win. Joe Biden is wounded and about to be more wounded because the more you look into the the hinky dealings in Ukraine, the more weird it seems. And obviously, he's part of the swamp and and he's also old and bad at running for president. So he had giant vacuum there. What, Who, who's left? Beto. What percentage of Democrats are excited about Hillary Clinton running? We've got that number for you. Excited. Um. Hmm. I'm excited. I'm not a Democrat, but I'm excited as can be. Right. Republicans or people who want Trump to win are uh, real excited about Hillary running, but that's a different question. Um, what are their headlines, Marshall Phillips? Millions in California could face days without power as utilities face the possibility of wind. <laughs> just, just like it works in every other state. Yeah. Or modern country. They have the same sort of power grid where if it might be windy, you don't have power for days at a time. That's just the way it works. Apparently, because so many people seem to be not bothered by this, including most of the media. 
Well, it's probably a good idea to prevent fires, say the friggin' moron, the know-nothing morons of the media. And and the voters as well. Y'all excluded. It's very frustrating. More on that later. Turkish troops massing on the Syrian border ahead of the planned invasion, and Harvard is weighing in with its own coffee cure-all or curse study. I'm looking up at the news. What's the point of having a newscast? Take that off and put on an episode of Full House. If you're just going to report on power outages and just accept that they happen and not ask why, not look into at all how we got in this situation, why do you even have a newscast? You're not the news. No. Give it a different name. Yeah. It's the happy la-la traffic weather show or something, but you're not news. That's actually pretty catchy right there. If you're not going to go beyond... Uh, it says 500,000 PG&E customers without power could take several days to restore power. Restore power? They'll restore it by flipping the switch on. They turned it off. They'll turn it back on. They turned it off on purpose. It's not something that happened to us from another planet or a disaster. It's not like a hurricane in Puerto Rico. This is so freaking maddening. And like you said, the voters don't get it either. You freaking morons. Do you not understand what's happening here? The power it goes on and off since the Generalissimo conducted the revolution. Oh, no, wait a minute. This is the United States. This is a first world country. We used to be. Yeah, it's just it's political corruption. It's one party government. It's uh, an extortion effort by the giant, powerful utilities. But you combine it's disgusting. in the uninterested population who right. just accepts it. And then the media who doesn't even look into how this happens. I guess you just assume this happens everywhere else in the country. It they doesn't. They looked into it. They read the press release from the utility. That's news reporting. It's just so weak. So frustrating. Oh, it's incredible. Um, I tell you what, good luck getting a moving van moving out of Cal Unicornia <laughs> this week. Um, Man, they're going to be charging you 50 grand, and people will be paying it. How does mailbag look? Who cares? <laughs> Fantastic. You need one of those uh, Knight's hoodie things. Burn it all down. That's what I say. Probably a poor choice of words. Punch somebody in the face. Well, no, we don't want that either. Dad, just mad. There you go. All on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. Some indications out of China that they are going to continue to play hardball with the NBA. Um, More on that coming up. Make it clear to American corporations you cannot uh, badmouth us. Well, and there are fights uh, between American corporations and China going on on multiple fronts. They just don't have the... You know, the PR heft of the NBA and Apple. Apple's in a battle right now. Mm. So we'll dig into that a, a little bit more. As uh, Xi Jinping turns more Chairman Mao, this stuff's going to be uh, harder and harder to overlook. So The future, Jack, it lays before us. And we, and we perhaps head to a, a world where you got uh, two, two poles. Are you with the U.S.-centric part of the world or the China-centric part of the world? You got to choose. Yeah, and you got to choose. Yeah, there's no, there's very little crossover. Yep. Mailbag. Here's your freedom-loving quote of the day from the father of the Constitution, James Madison. It's James Madison week, don't you know? Mm. Just because I said it is. So I have dictatorial powers over mailbag. So it's like National Pancake Day? It's exactly. James Madison week? Yeah, I paid a fee. 
The purpose of the Constitution is to restrict the majority's ability to harm a minority. Mm. Majority rules. No, you have certain inalienable rights. And you can't have them voted away. That's a beautiful thing, man. Moving along. The topic of impeachment, which is going to be, well, I think it's going to be fought mostly in the courts and the media for quite a long time. Eddie writes, Democrats have set up a new process without a vote where they get to unilaterally subpoena and interview witnesses, cherry-pick evidence, deny due process, uh, while they are most likely just whipping up corruption smoke prior to the election and won't have a vote to impeach. It's one hell of a club Pelosi has created. Um, how would like how would Democrats like to see Devin Nunes wield that club against President Warren? Except this time followed by actual impeachment and removal votes, perhaps. I will tell you this. The fact that the three previous times there's been a serious uh, impeachment effort, the whole House has voted to begin the inquiry, and this time it didn't happen, that matters. How much it matters is in the eye of the beholder. But to call it impeachment and start calling witnesses and the rest of it without the administration getting to cross-examine and subpoena and the rest of it, it's half a trial. We're going to we're going to go to the courtroom, have a judge, we're going to have one attorney, we're going to have a jury and we're going to have you sit in the defendant's box um and kind of have a trial. Let's just mm, I'm not sure that will uh, that will wash. I'm surprised she's still holding off on the full house vote. I wonder if she knows something we don't know. Ah, uh, I think she knows that there are few if any senators who, having seen the entirety of the Ukraine call thing, think that's enough. You know, that that might be it. She stated that a while back. That's the best thing we got, and it ain't good enough. She stated a while back, well, if it's not something that would get through the Senate, there's no point. That might just be it. It will just bitterly, well, more bitterly divide America. Americans. A quick note, we had a couple of engineers weighing in on the whole metric system uh, English system thing that we talked about a couple of days ago. Mm. Only have time for one of the notes, but uh, it's, let's see, uh, Jim, the engineer in Seattle. Uh, bah, 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 bah. I work with both sets of units, so my perspective isn't random, both the metric and English system. Mm. Metrics based on 10. At first, that sounds great, but in practice, it's not. 10 is not evenly divided by 3 or 4. English units are based on 12. Cleanly divided into halves, quarters, thirds, sixths. Much better from a functional standard. Hmm. Um, three feet makes a yard, etc. One meter is... A, oh, okay. Uh, three feet make a yard. Each foot is 12 inches. Easy to measure while numbers? Hmm. One meter is 100 centimeters. Need a third of a yard? I don't. But what, a te- what about a tenth of a foot? Doesn't his rationale right. fall apart when right. you, if you have to deal with a tenth of exactly. something? Or a seventh? Um, but he does point out the comment about... A mile being a random 5,280 feet is a common misunderstanding of the origin of a mile. A mile is a thousand paces on a Roman road. Okay, whatever. They were marked as <laughs> a big millennium deal. or mile for sure. <laughs> big deal. Big deal. The Roman Empire was a big deal, You Jack. haven't convinced me our system is better than metric. 1,000 paces on a Roman road. <laughs> What's a meter? Nobody knows. Gotcha. What a wow. Metric units are from France. They're a French idea. It's a a French revolution. Evil. So we got Marshall's News coming up. Stay with us.
So uh, some of the back and forth with Hillary and Trump. Yes, Hillary and Trump. <clears throat> from yesterday. Hillary Clinton? And I didn't know there's, <laughs> there's actually polling being done on Hillary no, Clinton. No, there's not. So Don't hitch, tell me that. So well, she's like that. the third youngest candidate in the race. So come on. Let's get it on. So we'll get the rematch. Oh, boy. It'll be like that fabulous Floyd Mayweather. Who was the the poor, crippled uh, Filipino <laughs> fellow? <laughs> Manny Pacquiao. Manny Pacquiao. Yeah. He had one arm. <laughs> It'll be every bit as exciting as that bout. Oh, God. I know. I know God is punishing us. <laughs> I've warned you. I told you to quit sinning. Now we're being punished. <laughs> the Bible. That's right, sir. <laughs> oh, boy. Let's uh, get the news now, Marshall Phillips. Yeah, speaking of being punished, millions of people in California are in the process of having their power cut off as the utility company Pacific Gas and Electric begins shutting down transmission lines because of high wind expectations. Potential, yeah, potentially high wind. Yes. Because oh, oh, yeah, it might be windy. It's not windy at my house. I have no power. It's perfectly calm. It's a beautiful morning. PG&E could be shutting off power to as many as 800,000 customers in Northern California, another 30,000 in San Diego. Southern California Edison could be shutting off power to yet another 180,000 customers. I want every member of the Public Utilities Commission, the Oversight Commission in Cal Unicornia, anybody who's ever served on that commission for the last 10 years to be dragged out of their homes and forced to answer a series of questions. But, of course, that will never happen. See, I've Not in one party rule where it's utterly corrupt. I, I've lived in places with horrible weather. I lived in western Kansas. I uh, spent many years in southwest Wisconsin. I was born in South Dakota. The electricity didn't go off as much as it did. The place I've lived my whole life, all these different states with 70-mile-an-hour winds and rainstorms and snowstorms and everything like that. We had hurricanes in the Carolinas. The place I've lived where the power went off the most by far is beautiful California where the weather is so grand. So all I need to know is build a system where people get power. I don't need any more details than that. I don't need any excuses from anybody about wildfire this or that or anything. Just build a system the way they do in other states that accommodates for your situation and you have power. Because that's what they do everywhere else. Right. Meanwhile, a lot of Californians do feel like this woman. They've got a message for Governor Newsom. Welcome to California. Thank you, Governor Newsom, for making California a third world country. There you go. Well, I've got neighbors from India. They said, are we back in India now? They didn't expect this out of the United States. We've got a friend who's from Germany and lived in Saudi Arabia and a bunch of different places and says, I've never lived anywhere like this. Is this what you want to be? Unbelievable. Where people from foreign lands say, wow, I thought in the United States you had power all the time. Yes, yeah. not. Yeah. Now, this word just coming in, the Turkish... Calcutta-fornia. What do you think of that? Too obscure? Back to you. The Turkish President Erdogan's just announced that a Turkish military operation into Syria has gotten underway. Erdogan on his official Twitter account saying, The operation named a Peace Spring has begun. Boy, that's a good one. Oh, boy. Wow. wow. Hello, Orwell. Wow. We need you. We're rolling tanks in to help start Peace Spring. <laughs> He said the operation... It's, it's a Trey Obbs, isn't it? <laughs> oh, wow. I mean, it's too Orwellian. Orwell would say too Orwellian. <laughs> Joe Biden's apology chain thinks that's a little ridiculous. Yeah. I'm going to shoot a missile at you that has peace, peace Spring written on the side. Wow, that's unbelievable. That's a little over the top. The yeah. Peace Spring is going beautifully. We've killed 13,000. Peace <laughs> is ours. 
Erdogan saying the operation aims to eradicate, quote, the threat of terror against Turkey. If there's a world war, it could well start with Turkey. Heck yeah. I mean, China, China will make a move just as an opportunist. I don't think they'll be directly involved. It'll be, we'll get scrappy with, with Russia and Iran. Yep. Will, will overstep their bounds. Israel will unleash hell on Tehran, and then China will think, well, <laughs> well, the uh, uh, while the the sheepdog is busy, why don't we snatch up what we can? Yeah, it turns just out, something to look forward to. It turns out, of course, I won't know about it because I got no power. I guess I'll read the book years later. <laughs> If you're a big coffee drinker, you're going to want to listen up. We got a new study out of Harvard, Harvard that links Never heavy, heard of it. That links heavy caffeine consumption with migraines. The researchers say three or more cups of coffee or uh, caffeinated beverages a day can trigger headaches in people who already here's, get the migraines. Here, here's my question. All the coffee studies you and all the media have done, is there anybody listening that's drank more or less huh? coffee? based on any of these studies. It wasn't Changed there, their coffee consumption. Well, there was a study a while ago that more caf- more uh, drinking more coffee did you some fine benefit. If it seems to trigger migraines, quit drinking it. Yeah, that's what I would do. Moving there along. You go. Your mileage you may vary. Exactly. Adjust accordingly. <laughs> One last note. The hit video game franchise Call of Duty is seeing success, massive success on the mobile front. Call of Duty Mobile has been downloaded more than 100 million times in its first week. 100 million in a week? Yes. Wow. Yes. That's a success. Um, uh, What's it cost? Anybody know? I don't have the pr- I don't have the price on that. Uh, typically, chunk? those games in the past have cost about sixty dollars, but that wasn't a, a mobile version, so I don't. I, let me find out. Yeah, yeah. I'd be interested. Just a hundred million at whatever price that is. That's that is amazing. I'm right. in the wrong business. In the first week of release, man, that's good business. Yes, Sean. Uh, still looking. I'll, okay. I'll, yeah. Anyway, that's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. I got to do some research on the Call of Duty because my uh, my son's best friend plays it all the time, and I only know what I've heard through the media all my years about it being violent, and I don't have any idea. If, well, it's warfare, right? I have no idea if a uh, how old is my son? Nine year old should be playing it or not? So I need to look into that because I don't want to be so behind the times that I'm not letting him play stuff that every other kid's playing. And, sure. I, and I don't want to do the reverse either. So there are. I don't want him playing some sort of saw meets um, Quentin Tarantino video game. Every sure, night. just because right. quote unquote everybody else yeah. is doing it. There's a lot of crappy parenting. Take it from me. <laughs> I've been around the block. There are versions of that genre that your kids could play and have just as much fun with that don't involve realistic gunplay and, and warfare scenarios. That would be my suggestion. Shooting futuristic half-hog, half-lion creatures, that sort of thing? Uh, there, there's just not shooting at all? Well, there's one that's made by Nintendo that you're you're going around shooting people with paint guns as opposed to... so you're, you, Can you shoot them in the eye? Because <laughs> I like violence a little bit. I think most of them have goggles, so they even have... They, they practice oh. safe eyewear. Uh, I don't want to kill anybody, but I do want to wound them. <laughs> I look at the... Like, for movies and TV shows, yeah. I look at the, the various websites that exist where it's, uh, it's supposed to be, you know... Parents getting together and rating those shows and uh, figuring out what age it's for. And I look at the criteria on some of that stuff, and it's just, I mean, it gets a low grade because of so much commercialism. What? I don't freaking care about commercialism. It has Pepsi-Cola in all the scenes or whatever. I don't care. Oh, Jack, you have something. Does it have hardcore pornography and awful violence? That's the only thing I care about in language. So if it's got Pepsi-Cola and a guy smoking a cigarette, exactly, it gets the same rating yep. as uh, yep. 
no consumerism, but hardcore porn Absolutely. and eye gougings. Absolutely. You have to go beyond the rating, otherwise you won't be able to figure that out. I see. Okay. I, rem- <laughs> I remember as a kid, if there was a Pepsi in the scene, my parents would send me out of the room. Right. Or, right. or, or Close your eyes, son. <laughs> there's scores on some of the websites of how socially conscious the movie is or oh, something. Yeah. I don't Beautiful. freaking care. Oh, boy. So it's easy to be misled on that socially conscious. And I I, I probably know people in the area that I live in who are okay with the super hardcore violence or whatever. As long as it's socially conscious and there's no product names in it. Right. Because that would be awful for my children. It's really got a beautiful (laughs) message about environmentalism. When that uh, man gets slashed open and his uh, intestines spill out, they clean them up so that they won't interfere with the forest floor. But luckily, there were no Nike swooshes anywhere. Right. So this game appears to be of the the very common model. If it's it's free to play, uh, you can they make money through in game purchases. Right. So if or, you want or, to, or being able to look at every keystroke on my phone yes. as my son plays. Right. <laughs> Yeah, there's Apple. The new Apple operating system um, uh, does away with a lot of the location stuff, and apps are going crazy. A lot of companies are going crazy. Wait a second, this was our whole stream of income, and Apple just ended it with their new operating system automatically because you have to opt in to get the location, and it used to be just automatic. And I've got a bunch of notifications that of Apple popping up and say, "Hey, this app has accessed your location four times in the last week. Are you aware of this? Do you want to keep this going?" I don't. Wow, Why would Apple I? doubling yeah. down on privacy. Way well, to go, Tim. Pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, Trump versus Hillary. There are some poll numbers out. Why does this keep burbling up? Is this for real? Or is this just uh, this kind of fun? I think it's hilarious. We'll talk about it coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So he's either lying or delusional or both. There was no subpoena, as he uh, says in a tweet this morning. Um, So maybe there does need to be a rematch. I mean, obviously, I can beat him again. Hillary Clinton, maybe there does need to be a rematch. Joe reads into that 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 could be something. I don't know. I've just assumed this is all... Fluff and entertainment, and Hillary's got a book out and trying to make a little more money. I don't know why they need it, but... Yeah, I'll grant y'all that. But somebody with a lust for the presidency as incredibly strong as Hillary's. I've never had a lust for anything as strong as her lust for the presidency, saying maybe there does need to be a rematch and I could beat him again. But, you know, I don't really feel like it now. I enjoy kicking around Chappaqua and doing speaking engagement. No! No! She wants it so bad. I enjoy not being the major historical figure of the last century, being the first woman president. That's fine. Yeah, I've forgotten. I can let that go. Uh, Trump taunts Hillary Clinton, says she should enter 2020 races, the headline. President Trump on Tuesday encouraged crooked Hillary Clinton to enter the 2020 presidential election. I think that crooked Hillary Clinton should enter the race to try and steal it away from uber-left Elizabeth Warren, the president said in a tweet. Only one condition, the crooked one must explain all of her high crimes and misdemeanors, including how and why she deleted 33,000 emails after getting Congress subpoena. Wow, back to the emails. Lock her up. Lock her up. Hillary Clinton... Hillary Clinton responded with a very short tweet that said, Don't tempt me. Do your job. Ooh. But, uh, 
Oh, a taunt. But she did respond. Anyone else's neck starting to sweat? She did respond. <laughs> a Rasmussen poll released on Monday found that Trump and the former Secretary of State would be dead even in a 2020 rematch, with each candidate receiving 45% of the vote, Woo. which is pretty close to what happened last time. Separation of 13 votes in Florida, followed by the Supreme Court weighing in. Wouldn't that be gay? <laughs> um, and Rasmussen said... Some have speculated that if Joe Biden falters in the race for the Democratic presidential nomination, Hillary Clinton will jump in. But even most Democrats don't want her to get into the race, Rasmussen added. Just 18% think Clinton should enter the race, according to the Rasmussen poll, while 71% don't think she should run. The rest are unsure. Wow. 71. Oof. If they, oof. You're not going to run. That's going to ruin my fun, man. That number hurts. You're not going to run if 71% of the party you'd be running in doesn't want you, right? Oh, boy. And yet, you look at the national polls and they're tied? How does that jibe? I mean, what, 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 what happened? What happened there? That's just the whole, well, if that's the nominee for my side, I would vote for I it. I guess I'll go for it. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll hold my nose and, and show up to the polls. But people who are holding their nose generally don't show up to the polls. But listen to this. Among her fellow Democrats, 48% see a Clinton nomination as likely. Whoa! Forty-six back, forth, back. Forty-six percent as unlikely. This includes seventeen percent who say it's very unlikely. Twenty percent who consider it not likely at all. So, if she did get in, half of Democrats think, "Oh yeah, she'd probably get the nomination." So, to summarize the feeling of Democrat America, it's unlikely she gets in. No, I don't, I don't want her to get in. I don't want her to get in, but it's fairly likely. And I will vote for her. I don't want her to get in. If she gets in, she'll probably win, and I will vote for her. Yes. Right. That is the average Democrat, I guess. And you got old man Biden faltering and soon to falter more, I believe. Laying low over the last couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. Bernie is done. Cause you think because of his heart? <laughs> yeah. Well, he's he's almost 80. He's just had a heart attack. He sounds like an 80-year-old who's just had a heart attack. I don't wish him ill, but he's, he's, forget it. We're not going to elect a nearly 80-year-old man with a ticking Tom bomb in his chest. Can you play, just because I think this is handy just as a health thing. I, in the last month or two, uh, just was more fatigued than I usually have been. So, uh, and I should have listened to those symptoms. That's, uh, I found that troubling. I was dumb. I should have paid attention. I found that troubling. Luckily, I'm always fatigued, well, so that's, that's, it wouldn't get my attention. That's the issue, yeah. and uh, you know, and I'm, I'm living on less sleep than I would like, so I'm always tired. How do you know? <sighs> anyway, uh, you think Bertie's done because of the, the, the heart. Oh, yeah. And yeah. there's somebody else with his platform. Well, right. He was already lagging behind uh, Liz, the are you more building energetic up to, are you, are you building up to uh, there's room for Hillary? Well, yeah, I don't want to okay. engage in wishful thinking because I would find that just mind-bogglingly entertaining. Oh, it can't happen. I, 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 do. I, I don't dare wish for it because when it doesn't, I'll be so disappointed. But I think that would be incredibly entertaining. It would be entertaining. I can't imagine how that would play out. Right. What what would what would be going on? I mean, we've heard the we've we've heard everybody knows them both so well. Right. What would be the point of a debate or or anything? Everybody knows exactly what they are. Sniping. They might as the well just The point would be 
savagery. They might as well just lay low until the election and everybody comes out and votes because there's, there's nothing new you can tell me about either no, candidate. No, 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 no. It's time to up the ante. <laughs> Make the attacks, the savagery of 2016 look tame. It's time to uh, accuse each other of truly horrifying crimes, high crimes, and misdemeanors. You're only supposed to do sequels of things that were entertaining the first time. <laughs> it's pretty entertaining. Yeah, yeah. It was soul-numbing yet entertaining i just uh, the absurdity of it i would enjoy no doubt it would be absurd and i tell you what if if i were a guy who'd thrown down and 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 put yourself in this scenario my friend see if you agree with me if you had (coughs) gone to your local betting casino and thrown down like a significant amount of money couple couple of months salary on the proposition that donald j trump will get reelected. Without knowing the opponent. You threw that, you've risked a lot of money. You find out Hillary's in and the early polls show her neck and neck. Wouldn't you start to think, oh man, uh oh, ah, whoops, oh man. Or would you think, oh yeah, I'm clearly going to win. I don't, I don't think you'd think the latter. Mm. I think you'd be more concerned. Hillary scares, you know, in, in this scenario, Hillary scares me Way more than Liz Warren. Way more. And listen, she's Hillary's a particular kind of blind. She has some serious blind spots. But she's not an idiot. And if she gets some people around her who help her understand what she did poorly the last time... Can't change people's personalities. I think, Jack, we can disagree on, we can disagree on this. I think they can nudge her to being a more competent candidate. Not not maybe great, but more. Mm. They can't make her authentic. She'll still come up as a completely phony and calculated human being. Come, you know, give that impression. But in painting farm animal news, people are painting <clears throat> cows around the the world, and in the United okay. States, are trying this uh, with zebra stripes because of the um, scientific discovery last year that the stripes on zebras keep flies away forever. We have been told to school kids that it was like to make them hard to see on the plane by the line or whatever, but that's not it. The stripes are there to keep the flies away, and it's pretty effective. And somehow they're painting cows. I got a picture here of cows in a feed yard somewhere in the United States with uh, zebra stripes painted on them to keep the cows away, the flies away. So there you go. If you don't like flies, I hate flies. I might start painting myself with zebra stripes. Whatever works on mosquitoes. You can just wear striped clothing if you like. That reminds me, there is a the Nobel Prize for Chemistry came out today. And it is the lithium-ion battery, the people that invented that several years back. And, man, that's a good one. Mm. Your, your, your discoveries like the one yesterday, physics, you got some sort of dark moon quark thing on the other side of the universe. Whatever. Who cares? That changes my life. Nothing. How do I use that? Lithium-ion batteries have really changed things. It allows you to have an iPhone and all kinds of different stuff. And those, this guy's like 96 years old. But uh, I don't see how the Nobel Prize for Chemistry has continued to overlook the man who invented the gin and tonic. <laughs> One of the great compounds ever discovered. <laughs> and the fellow who said, what if we squoze a bit of lime in this compound? What effect might that have? And he gets another Nobel Prize? Oh, another please. Another separate one? The three of them together. Come on. Power's out in the nation's biggest state. Why? We're going to talk about that coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets 
and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.